How are things going, man? We're good. We're good. Busy as always. Uh, no complaints for sure. Always want to be doing more and having more done, but we're good. I think it's important to note at the beginning of this that I'm a Lightspeed customer. And not only am I a Lightspeed customer, I am a like, like huge fan. Um, I, I, it's, you know, I mean, there, there's, I mean, <laughs> there's several, there's several vendors that I think of as more than just vendors. I think of as like partners and I feel like they really have the, the independent agents back. And the flip side of that is, is when I do business with them, it's like, it's, it's almost like that aha moment when you see it and it's like, this is exactly what I need. And this is exactly what I've been looking for. And that's kind of what, what I had when I initially saw the dashboard with you guys, because, you know, when I opened my agency without naming any names, I I didn't go with Lightspeed and not, not because of anything to do with Lightspeed. I just, I I just, honestly, it's like the last thing you're worried about. Right. I was just pick somebody. Right. Sure. And it was absolutely just terrible from the beginning. And I'm decent with technology you know, I've been saying here recently that the biggest misconception about me is that I'm tech savvy. I'm really not. I just like to surround myself with people that are, and you learn just through like osmosis. But the first time I saw the Lightspeed system, I was absolutely flabbergasted at how like on point it was with some things we were trying to do with our current or former vendor and, and it just wasn't happening. So like, take us through like, like not only like how you guys got to that point and how you came to be, but, but like even you yourself, how did you arrive at, at Lightspeed? Yeah. So for me getting to Lightspeed, it was an interesting story actually. So I've kind of been through the gamut in the insurance world, you know, going back more than year, more years than I like to admit, you know, I was working in agencies and managed agencies, um, but it always been drawn to the technology aspect of things. And obviously the, independent agency world is, is it's a challenging one. I, I have all the respect for, for guys that can be successful in it because it is a, you know, all day, every day grind and to, to get to the successful spot. So I jumped into technology sales and found a role with a, you know, company called eBridge that was selling a, a document management solution, which at the time I joined, came on board was developing it into more of an agency management system um, so it was really intriguing for me with that background. You know, it was a good match. Um, did that for a couple of years, and we were successful enough that Allstate came in and purchased that agency management solution, which was called eAgent. And then I went actually with the with the acquisition. I I went over to work with Allstate to help roll it out across the country. So I went from strictly a sales role to now kind of managing the product and and managing the deployment of that product across the country to upwards of 10,000 agencies and then morphed into managing the product roadmap and, and training and education and all that kind of jazz. Well, through that, you know, integrations was something that eAgent was really looking at getting into. Uh, Lightspeed Voice was one of the first VoIP solutions that, that we were able to accomplish that integration with. Um, so that was my first exposure to Lightspeed Voice was, was as an Allstate employee and it was kind of leading up into the time where it was still eBridge and all state, you know, but um, got to know Brad Fuller, who's the you know CEO. He's been there. He founded the company, started it. So we kind of formed a relationship over the years. And then as the, you know, the corporate world and, and the product, once it became kind of stable and the whole country was using it, it 
got a little boring to to be in that corporate grind. Yeah. So, you know, Brad and I just kind of coincidentally had a couple conversations and I made the decision actually almost exactly two years ago now to join Lightspeed Voice, uh, running sales marketing and, and certainly the, the kind of the product roadmap aspect of it. So, you know, it's kind of a cool story and the agent, the company kind of shared a lot of the values that Lightspeed Voice had and all that good stuff. So it's, it's been a great run uh, for me personally. And, you know, as far as Lightspeed Voice goes, you know, they've, they started with the insurance world. I mean, there's, you know, Brad's father was a state farm guy. His brother was an all state guy, runs an independent agency now. So the focus has always been the insurance industry. And within that, it's been integrations, customer service, infrastructure that have really driven the product success. Um, so that, you know, kind of a long winded uh, yeah. explanation there, but a lot of good stuff in there, I think. Well, it's very important. I think in a company, in a technology company that for people to, that people use in their agency for that, you know, I don't expect every technology company we use to change their system based on my suggestions and or complaints. And as you can imagine, I'm, I'm, I'm known as a squeaky wheel amongst all my reps, but you at least want them to listen and Talk about in, in that regard, you know, rolling out that product to 10,000 Allstate agents, dealing with a lot of different personalities, I can imagine, a lot of different sure. egos. How did that set you up for success to dealing with independent agents at light speed? And because yeah. I think a lot of people miss, miss the mark on that and don't like, like when I talked to you, like I immediately had a connection. This is like the, the seventh or eighth chat we've had. Yeah. Like, wow, this is a guy who really cares about my success and wants me to use their product versus just someone who doesn't give a crap about that. You know, you know what I mean? Like that whole, oh, that whole yeah, dynamic right. and, and how I'm guessing the Allstate experience sets you up for that success is what I'm trying to say. For sure. There are really a couple kind of huge things that just drive me continually that, that I learned during that time. And I always kind of joke around. You know, in the Allstate world, we were pretty successful pretty quickly. And I was joking around, you know, there's 100 agents across the country that'll tell you they were the main reason why, you know, e-agent got bought and they were the primary driver and all that kind of jazz. And, you know, there were obviously a lot of components to it and a lot of important people. But the one thing we did with, you know, e-agent and then we we deal with a lot with Lightspeed Voice, and, and it's not an easy thing, is is to be able to say no or at least provide reasons why we're not doing something right. It's a very challenging thing. And a lot of companies that have an initial success end up killing themselves because they're trying to say yes to everybody. They're trying to make everybody happy. And it's just not possible. You know, the one thing that was, you know, in Allstate, there were certainly different ways that agencies ran their businesses, but they were limited to the resources that they had access to. So we kind of knew where our there's spot not a, There's not a huge spread, right? Everybody kind sure. of, everybody's yeah. different, but they kind of fit in this box. Yep. Yep. You had the small guys, medium guys, big guys, and they all kind of did their own same things. But jumping into the independent agency world, which we're heavily focused on now, you know, not only do you have obviously three or four times the number of agents, maybe more than that, they truly, you know, you guys truly all have different ways you run your business, different tools, you know, different companies, different products, you know, different, different things that are important to us. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a big challenge. And, you know, what, what we're really trying to focus on is obviously picking the right things, 
the other thing that we do feel very strongly about, which can be frustrating in the marketplace to folks, is that you know we we do our best in, in pretty much all cases to build our own stuff on our own infrastructure. And there's a massive benefit to that. You know, the call quality, the consistency, the ability for us to support it is all us. Now, sometimes that means it's going to take longer and it might not have every single bell and whistle that's available in the world. It might, you know, be missing a couple things. But at the end of the day, when somebody calls us with a challenge or, or they need training, you know, we want that to be our stuff and, and we want to be able to be the ones to fix it. So I'll just pick on ourselves, right? The soft phone is, is a huge thing right now. Philosophically, you can have the discussion between a physical phone and a soft phone. The market wants soft phones. We're we're heading that direction. You know, in the meantime, we've got the, you know, kind of the third party app, which is fine. It does what you need it to do. Um, but we are working very hard to to get our own. And you know, it's one of those deals. The first 85% of the functionality is easy, right? Make it ring, answer, transfer, but now we're in that last, say, 15%, which is, you know, stuff that you just don't always think about. I even don't like, okay, so the call comes in. Now we're transferring it internally. It gets transferred externally. What happens to that call reporting? Which screen is popping on the integrations? You know, all that stuff that these developers just, I give them, you know, give them all the credit in the world. They just have to go over all these scenarios. And, and that's the process we're in. So it's a good example. You know, we, we yeah. want to, you know, build our own and, and stuff along those lines. So it, it may take longer, but it's, it's common. I promise for those that are familiar with us. Um, uh, and, and again, to, you know, get the, get the feedback, get the, you know, have the patience that, that we receive from others, et cetera. It's cool, but yeah, it's just a fun process. And, and, you know, we're really trying to put the pedal to the metal on a lot of these things as we, as we continue to grow. We, we've really enjoyed it. And I'll tell you for, for me, like on the, the, the agency principal slash agency manager side of things, the dashboards, and I, I don't want this to turn into just me throwing up all over Lightspeed Voice, but the dashboard, and I, this is literally the first, the first chance, the first time we've spoken since we jumped on the platform two months ago. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of saved it for that. But so like, like the dashboards are just incredible. Like it's exactly like I think my biggest complaint with our prior uh, prior company was like it was almost too much. Like it was too like like it was just a robust. And I was like, I just want to do these things. Well, you have to do this, 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 this. I'm like, you know, I don't want to do that. I want it. I want it to just be there. And then the Whisper technology. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Steve, explain explain Whisper hijack and uh, barge. Yep. Yeah, so it's a critical piece. And if you're not on a VoIP solution, it'll literally change the way you do business. And if you are, you know, you may be familiar with the, and just maybe different terminology, but there's numerous ways as a sales manager, sales or, you know, agency owner, um, you can interact with a live phone call in real time. Um, you can listen in live and, and just do nothing, which, you know, obviously there's a lot to gain there. Um, but the whisper is, you know, Bradley's on a listening to a call from one of his producers and he hears an opportunity that maybe the producer did and he can actually whisper into the just the and just the person in his agency uh -huh. and say, hey you know ask him this question go this direction whatever the case is um, and then to take it a step further you can go and do a barge which is you know now everybody hears me so bradley's just super excited about something and he says hey guys sorry i was listening but i just gotta i just gotta interject you know we, and then we use it sorry go ahead 
I was say, and then hijack is I just want to take that call and, and eliminate the existing person that, that was in the agency. So maybe the call was just going really bad or there was something there's a somebody's conflict. doing terrible and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um we use we use we use it. This is how we use it. So I showed it to everybody. I was like, hey, I want you guys to know that I have access to this. We didn't yep. have it with our prior vendor. I think they had the ability to do it, but could never tell me how to do it. Yep. And uh, I, I t- so so our, our average age here in the agency is 28. Okay. And we have some people that are over 40. So like we're young. Yep. And uh, I, I'm hiring a lot of guys and gals right out of college and they don't, they may not necessarily have the, uh, the experience slash customer service skills to handle maybe a difficult customer. I would say that's one of my strong suits. So what, what I said is I said, Hey guys, here's this, I can do this, right? If you're on the phone with a customer's giving you a hard time or you're struggling, shoot me a Slack message. Hey boss, can you hop in here? And I'll sit there and walk you through it. They'll never know I'm on the phone. And yeah. I think just from a managerial standpoint, like that's super, super cool. Talk a little bit about where you kind of see the industry going in terms of technology on, on the independent side of things. Um, I have some pretty, I think different perspectives on it as well. So talk about kind of what you see. I imagine you have a pretty good beat on it. Yeah, we try and stay, stay ahead of stuff. And like I said, myself, I've been around the industry for quite some time. And I think the kind of the easy ones automation is, is certainly something we're heavily focused on. I think most people are really eliminating the tedious repetitive work and allowing folks that are getting paid well to focus on things that that are revenue generating within the the agency mobility is the other one i mean that's you know really top of mind for everybody one of the nice things about where we're at is our product you know obviously enables a lot of remote and mobile work imagine so, your sales went up a little bit yeah march, it was march of last year this time last year was hectic and and it was interesting because we you know we definitely focus on the insurance space we have a, a couple folks that focus outside of insurance and do other industries and such and we're definitely picking up some momentum there but we had some pretty big companies that had zero ability for any of the, the remote access so we you know we we reacted pretty quickly on a lot of those guys but a lot of people obviously were on the fence you know, people we had talked to over the last three, four, five, six months that were just kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. Everybody acted right away. You know, I would say as as the you know we're twelve months in, that initial kind of surge is is uh, you know calmed for sure and and you know still very steady. But uh, you know, the lack of events, the lack of conferences, all that stuff is is definitely something that has an impact for us for sure. It's, it was really our primary way to to get stuff um, going. But yeah, I mean the mobility piece huge automation and then the data aspect of things. And one of the things we're really trying to, to figure out is to, you know, how to kind of capitalize and our, our good buddy, Jason Cass, we actually brought him down a few months ago because his, you know, he had an epiphany, which, which actually kind of helped us quite a bit where. Cass has an epiphany every day. It's okay. Oh, it's great. It's great. He was actually just on earlier today, live talking about some stuff, but basically we, everybody's focusing on, the data within the AMS, within the CRM, et cetera, et cetera. But, yep. you know, the, the phone call has by far the most data that's most valuable. So you're not going to be able to capture every bit of a conversation in a in a note within an AMS. So 
we're really trying to find the most effective ways to capitalize on that data, you know, create tags, you know, do the voice transcription, really hopefully generate next steps. Mm-hmm. And the other piece is, can we potentially populate some fields and some forms via voice yep. as well? So that's obviously next level stuff. Um, there's a lot of big companies chasing it. Amazon, Google, you know, all these guys. So. I think it's time to start thinking about that though, because the example I like to give, and for those of you that have heard a couple of the podcasts I was on other than my own recently, and that's, this is going to sound like a broken record and I'm sorry, but multiple entry is the death of the independent agent. You know, when I can call a captive office and they don't forget entering my information in the system and it pre-populating everywhere, they don't even have to enter it in and it pulls it from the phone call and not saying Lightspeed doesn't have that capability. It's the, the vendors on the back end that don't have the, like the, the AMSs and stuff don't have the capability. I think it's time to start having conversations around that of transcribing phone calls. And yeah, if you compare, you know, if we get 28 phone calls in our agency today, I have no idea what our average is, but let's say we get 28 phone calls, comparing the data of the words that are spoken in those phone calls isn't going to get us very far. But if we take 28 phone calls a day times 20 days in a business month times 12 at a 30,000 foot view, and there's buzzwords we can look for just on a very basic level, that's not even really getting into like the predictive analytics side of things, but just from a baby step standpoint, that's super valuable. And then to add in the voice component of pre-populating our forms, I mean, it's, it's crazy, you know? I mean, I, I'm in my house yesterday and I was cooking and I couldn't say Alexa, turn the lights on because we don't have Alexa in our, and I got pissed off for like a 30th of a second. And I'm like, damn, like this is going to be something one day, you know, where I can control my entire house by my voice. And I think this, there's something to be said for it in insurance as well. There definitely is. And it, it's, you know, the technology is there for the true transcription, right? I mean, Amazon can do it and, and you know, certainly not inexpensive, but it's, it's not yeah. outrageous, but it's literally just a text version. So what we want to do initially is start pulling out, you kind of hit on it as keywords. Mm-hmm. So somebody said cancel, somebody said boat. So you want to make sure you asked about the boat, you know, just different keywords that we can pull out and tag or or meta tag because everything right now for the most part is after the fact, right? Um, Which is a huge step. I mean, it's not, I don't want to downplay that aspect of it, but the real, when we start to talk about filling in forms and doing these other stuff, that's that real time transcription. And I do feel like we're the, the world or the industry is, you know, a little bit down the road from that. But I do think the post-call analytics, you know, that's something that, that we hope to deliver soon, you know, meaning, you know, end of this year from just the transcription and tagging aspect. Yeah, and it, it is down it, the road, but it's important to be thinking about it, right? 100%. You know, that's what I, you don't want from your com- your technology companies is a, is a nope, nope, not e- like, like not even considering its standpoint. Yep. You know? Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of like you where, you know, I just got my, actually, my, I just put an office in my house. So I'm getting all the new fancy toys for it. And I got my little smart speaker. So now I just, I feel like I'm so cutting edge when I just tell, you know, tell my box, which I can't say the name of, cause it'll do it. But, it'll, you know, I just wanted <laughs> to play some music, you know, or skip to the next song. You know, I just feel like I'm so trendy, but uh, you know, I've got buddies that they're to your point, they're, you know, they're, they're light switches, they're 
thermostat, you know, all that stuff. And they laugh at me like, oh, you're so far behind, you know? So it's all, it's all about that perspective where you're at, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming for sure. I bought this notebook. I'm not going to say the name of it in case agency nation doesn't want me to, <laughs> uh, to promote. And I put a portal logo on it, but, and if you guys are listening to this and wondering what it is, reach out to me, but basically it's a, it's a dry race notebook that you can take pictures of the screen and it creates a PDF and, and sends it and sends it to me. Oh, you have one too. I just got it. I just so, got it. <laughs> so the, I don't know if yours does this, but you may be asking, well, Bradley, why don't you just like screenshot it and email it to yourself? Because this actually transcribes what I wrote and emails it to me. And you may think, well, Bradley, well, how is that important? Well, it's important because I can designate it, designate which pages go to which technology. So I can, I have one page that goes to an email parser. It grabs the data out and puts it in our CRM. So one of the issues we have in our agency is I'm very like, I'm going to enter everything in the computer. I have some folks in here that are like, we're going to write it down. Mm-hmm. I just solved that problem. Yep. They can still write it down but yet it's still going in the management system immediately like I want it to. Yeah. And I'm, I'm testing it out before I buy one for everybody in the team. But, but just thinking about like, like back to what you initially said with automation and replacing certain tasks that are done manually is very important. I think in the, if, if you're going to be, you know, a smallish to midsize agency 2021 going forward and you're not selling out to a big bank and you're going to be around for a while, you're going to have to figure out ways to, I'm not going to say cut corners, but to do things more cheaply than the big agency down the street does. You know, there we're, we interviewed someone recently that worked at a big, big, big agency. And I was asking the person what they did for a living, what they did, like what their job. And I'm like, golly, like we're accomplishing that with like, like not taking away anything from this person because the, the person we interviewed was an awesome person and phenomenal at their job. But like, I'm thinking like, man, we're doing that so much more efficiently. And I'm sure there's things they're doing better than us, but um, it's, it's cool. So talk a little bit about like in your, like, like if, if we were to run into each other at a conference, right? Back when those were a thing, yep. if we were to run into each other at a conference. Um, everybody's, everybody's vaccinated. Nobody has COVID and we're having a conference now. Yeah. Uh, that was a joke. I don't care what your stance is on, on vaccinations. And I, and I ask you, like, what makes Lightspeed different? Um, what, what, what would you say separates you guys from everybody else? Yeah, I think and it's probably a little cliche at some point. But, you know, I, I, my basic pitch and my basic deal, and, and I believe, is that we are, we are you guys. We are the independent agents of the VoIP space. Um, there's big players. You got Ring Central. You've got... Nextiva, eight by eight, I mean, these billion dollar companies, just like Geico, Progressive, Insurance, you know, those, those are those people, you know, and, and there's a place for them, right? Some people just want, they want to get online, they want to order, they, they don't want to talk to anybody. Um, but then they're never really happy when they, when they need them kind of deal um, in a lot of cases. So we are, you know, number one, uh, you know, we are a support service company. Um, you know, we're based down in Florida, you, you know, as you, you've been able to see, if you call us, we're answering the phone. We own our own infrastructure, which I kind of alluded to earlier. So, you know, we've got data centers in Atlanta and Seattle. 
it's ours. You know, there's a lot of white label solutions out there. There's a lot of people sitting on these monster platforms. You're, you're sharing bandwidth, you're sharing problems with thousands of people potentially. And then the other piece is the integrations. You know, that is uh, something that, that we just do our best to yep. integrate with everybody. Um, and, you know, we, we've got that pretty much under wraps within the insurance space, pretty much all the agency management systems, all the CRMs, and would continue to, you know, I'm constantly amazed, especially in the AMS space, people will reach out and I'd be like, I've been in this business for a long time and I, you know, haven't heard of you, but we'll do it, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, the integrations piece is huge. And we're, we're in the process historically from the integration standpoint, for those may, that may not be as familiar, the number one thing we try and do is pop the screen on an inbound phone call so that you're not having to search, you know, you know who's calling in. And then upon completion of the call, we want to put a note in the system. You can be your CRM, your AMS, or now we can actually do both in some cases where it says, you know, Steve called, Bradley answered, they talked for three and a half minutes, and here's a link to that recorded call. So that will be in that system for, for the duration. Um, where we're really trying to head now, and we just updated our platform just about uh, seven months ago, and it's allowed us to start working on some other items. Texting integration is, is really the next frontier for, for us. And then, uh, you know, be able to do some different different items in that space. So we will do any integration that, that the vendor will allow. You know, some vendors are, are still on a, you know, server-based solution that doesn't have APIs, so we're limited there. We can still do the screen pop with them. And, you know, a lot of these, the vendors are, you know, pay to, they have different pay-to-play models, and we certainly do our best to work within them. But at some, sometimes it just becomes prohibitive to, to get in. But we, we do our best to integrate with everybody. We do Salesforce and, you know, uh, HubSpot as well. You know, so we do others outside of kind of the traditional insurance space. But, uh, yeah, any CRM or technology that is capable of integrating, we'll do it. Speaking of integrations, that was kind of where I was going to go next. Yep. And I've said this a few times, but, you know, there's a comedian named Bill Ingvall. Do you know Bill Ingvall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I paid him 50 bucks one time on Cameo nice. to give Portal a <laughs> shout out. Um, but anyway, he used to have a joke that he would tell his wife was going into labor. And they took these, like, uh, classes that you take, you know, like natural birth yep. and all that. And uh, he missed a couple of them. And the only one he went to was the epidural <laughs> class. And so the only word he knew was epidural. And so they're going into the hospital. They're not even in the hospital yet. And he's like, I'm, I'm yelling, <laughs> epidural, 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 epidural. I feel like a lot of agents do that with integrations. Yep. And I feel like without knowing exactly what they're saying. Yeah. And I feel like the audience that's listening to this with Agency Nation is a lot of that yep. audience. And I'm not, that's not to, cause I used to be one of those guys. I was, I was just like, we want integrations. Well, what do you want it to yep. do? What's, what's the depth of that integration? Like talk, talk a little bit about the importance of that because integration just for the sake of checking a box, just to say you integrate with X company kind of sucks. Yep. Yeah. It kind of could be, could be, like, like we've had some companies that are like, yeah, we now have integration with this company and we'll use it. And I'm, and we use VAs in our agency for a lot of stuff. And I'm like, I would just rather have a VA do this. I know it's going to work every yep. time. So 
talk a little bit about the importance of these agents listening to this when they're talking to you guys or whomever, when they're asking about integrations, like, like tell me what, like, like the depth of that. Yeah. So there is kind of a balance, right. You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll pick a couple examples without picking on names of companies, you know, but um, so systems, for example, that are still, desktop-based, server-based, and, and they don't have those APIs. It, it, we've built out a, a solution called Agent Sync, and you know we can still do the screen pop given that they do a search a certain way. So it's kind of a, to your point, if, if you were to say, is it a true integration? Maybe. <laughs> it's, it, it pops up, so yeah, it's integrated, but it, the really, to me, where we want to be at is having that true inserting the note into the activity log, having that call recording, you know, and having that truly accessed. So yeah, and with the screen pop, we can certainly say we're integrated, but yeah, it's, it's not a, you know, uh, ideal situation. So a lot of those companies are trying to get up to speed and obviously there's a complex um, mm-hmm. thing that they have to shift in their technology. But the other piece too is where we deal quite a bit is, where do you want the integration, right? So CRM and AMS are probably the two obvious ones. Like, do you want it to the CRM? Do you want it to the AMS? You know, thankfully, literally in the last two weeks, we've gotten to a point where you could technically do both. You can only do the screen pop on one, obviously, because you don't want multiple systems popping up, but you'll be able yeah. to insert the note into multiples. Um, but yeah, it's really about We're having using that both. What's up? We're using both for, awesome. the, for the note yeah. Um, yeah. because we're, we're using it on our AMS for current clients, but then I also wanted the note on the CRM, the front end pre-sale CRM. Yep. That way, if a client calls in, I want to see who they talk to and, and the the contents of the call and that sort of thing. Totally. And, uh, it's, uh, I enjoy as an agency owner, you know, it's funny when you go from like producer to agency owner, like I did a few years ago, it's funny how your priorities change like super fast. I remember in like 2014 having this attitude of like, like if you asked me like on a scale of one to a hundred, how pissed off I would be if I had an E&O claim that day, I would say like 40, like it'd be pretty bad, but like it wouldn't be like, there's a chance it's not the worst thing. And I've never had one by the way. But as soon as you go to agency owner, it's like, that's like the worst thing that can happen. Like you're so focused on keeping that clean, mainly because you want to take care of the clients and it's funny, I've had people tell me, like, do you really want to record all your phone calls? Because it could actually have, it could actually hurt you in an E&O situation because somebody could say something they're not, you know, and, and I like having the note there on the account. And it's like black, it's like right there in front of everybody to hold people accountable with, with what they're saying on the phone. Yeah. And I can tell you, especially going back to the days with Allstate, because there would be internal issues as well as customer issues, right? Yep. And I can't think of one time where somebody got burned because they had the recording. It, it, I get where people say it. I've just it's never like, seen it's it like happen. the whole you can't call people and tell them their bills due, or yep. it's going to be any and o claim. Like, right. 
show me proof. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking like, that is the biggest load of malarkey. I'm going to go ahead and put it out here. Like, show me proof where that's happened. And I guarantee you, if somebody listening to this has a situation that happened, there was some sort of extenuating circumstances separate from that. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. And it goes back to like the whole Amazon argument. Like the reason Amazon does so well is because they take care of your customers. Like, I'm going to take care of my customers and call them for late pays. If I end up getting an E&O because of that in 30 years, so be it. I've I've made 800,000 other people happy in the same, you know, not literally 800,000, but like I've made all these other people happy. And I just, it's, to me, it's a silly argument. I don't remember what we were talking about that triggered that, but. Yeah, no, it's just kind of a funny story going back to my days. We used to sell, I was in the non-standard auto world in the agency and we would send postcards out when people, because every, you know, every customer wouldn't pay their bill. So you send these postcards out every day, basically for, for who's going to cancel. And our lawyers came in and said, well, stop doing it because if you do it as a general practice and then you miss somebody, then they can come back and say, well, you didn't follow your standard practice. And I was like, so we're going to not notify to your point. We're going to miss all these payments because of this off chance that we don't send one. I mean, it's just these crazy scenarios they come up with. It's like, just do what's right. It's kind of like people that don't want to record their phone calls because of E&O. The real reason is they're scared of what they might hear exactly. from a training standpoint. Same thing, I think, not calling your late pace, especially with all the automation stuff you can do now, is like it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's almost a little bit lazy in a way. I know that's going to piss some people off, but it's... <laughs> Your first four away into Bradley Flowers hosting Agency Nation. Radio. That's right. That's uh, right. <laughs> let's let's make everybody mad. But man, I really appreciate you coming on here. This was a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to this. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm I'm so happy to be a Lightspeed customer. I, I requested. Stacy reached out to me. He was like, "Hey, who do you want?" I was like, "I want to interview Steve from Lightspeed." But tell everybody listening to this that they're interested in Lightspeed or have some questions or integration suggestions, things like that. How do they get in touch with you guys? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, website, lightspeedvoice.com. You can always jump out there. Email wise, you know, info at lightspeedvoice.com is is always the easiest way. And, uh, you know, we'll have somebody reach reach back out. 877-97-VOICE on the phone side. But like I said, email us, we'll get back to you. We do have folks from a sales perspective we get folks broken out by region so everybody's got their own person and one other thing before we kind of jump off once you you know on that note we've got the designated folks in your region and then once you come on board you get a dedicated person as well for basically the first 30 or 60 days depending on the complexity of the setup before you kind of go to our normal support which is phenomenal as well but just so you kind of know you'd be calling talking to the same people you know, as you get up and running, which is a huge asset, but yeah, info at lightspeedvoice.com. Check out the website. I'm S-M-O-H-R at lightspeedvoice.com. Always happy to, to have conversations with folks and uh, I think that covers it. Awesome, man. Well, I don't know if I've ever covered this. My name is Bradley Flowers. I'm the founder of Portal Insurance. We are a, an independent agency located in Mobile, Alabama, and I'm also the co-host of the Insurance Guys podcast. So if there's anything I can do for you guys, um, you text me at 251-237-9383. Really appreciate it, Steve. All right, Bradley. Great stuff. All right, buddy. Thanks. Yeah.